Welcome everybody to the Sunday Night Podcast, J Kingdom Records, Hour of Spirituality. So, a lot of people have noticed I am now wearing a black rosary cross. Don't get it confused. I am not representing Christianity. I am open to all religions and beliefs and lifestyles. So, don't get this confused. Some of you know that I am a minister or a pastor or however you want to give me a title because I am a non-denomination, which means I can take any title I want. But, as y'all know, as a non-denomination, that means I accept everybody. And I don't want people to sit here and say, oh, well, he's going to cross, but he's only representing Christ and all that. No, I represent Allah. I represent Abraham, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Elijah. I represent all of those people. I represent Buddha and everything that goes with them. To the pagans, I represent the mother. To the Christians, I represent the father. So I am an open, open person of belief. Now, with that being said, I'm going to start the show off like this. So I have been watching and paying attention to some things that really disturb me. You go and you attack a church, you burn a church down, or you threaten to blow a church up. Some things you should not let your hate cross. One of them is churches and schools. I mean, you know, we all heard of people getting mad and going on their job and going berserk. But when you go to a church and a school, a house of worship, no matter, or a mosque, or any of those things that people go to worship, and schools where kids go to learn, you have crossed the line. Like, it's just, you can't even blame hate or racism. You just got to blame yourself as being just an evil, evil person inside. But it goes on. They have burnt churches. They have attacked people. They have seen people walking down the street, pull up on them, throw stuff at them, and different things of that nature. And it ain't just the white folks. It's the black folks that have been known to do it. The Latinos have been known to do it. My thing is, at certain points in time, we have to come together and remember, in the end, we're going to answer for what we do. In the end, we're going to pay for what we do. So... As we keep in mind, I want to tell people like this. I am a person who believes that everybody has a right to their opinion. Everybody has a right to their feelings. Everybody has a right to love who they want to love, marry who they want to marry. Some beliefs say that you only have to, you can only marry your own kind. I think that is so wrong. Who are you to tell a person who they can and cannot love? True. That's why they call starlight lovers. Because it's something about that person that caught their eye and made them say, hey, I want to be with this person. And it ain't because, oh, he's a Catholic or, oh, she's a Jew or any of that. It's because something connected you two together in the cosmos and said, you need to be with this person. Also known as faith. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I don't support one religion because 
I feel that if you are bi or gay or poly and you want to marry your own kind or you want to marry someone against your own kind, you're black, she's white, she's white, you black, you're black, she's Mexican, you white, she's Chinese, vice versa. You have the right to marry who you want to marry. That is your given right as a individual of being born. The thing that kills me is this. When I sit here and I listen to these scriptures and they sit here, and I've been to multiple churches, different kinds of churches, just so I get the experience, because I wanted to know how churches react and how they attack people. Me, myself, was attacked at a church. Every time I went to my wife's church, may she rest in peace. All they would say is, oh, sister such and such, grandson is here and he's not one of us but maybe we can convert him to the right religion how do you attack a person who's visiting your church if anything you say at least you represent you know yeah. we're all about the same god yeah but you don't do that you attack yes. me not in a hurtful way but in a handful hurtful way of saying since i was baptized catholic I'm wrong for what I am, and I should be worried about being this church religion. How can you tell a person who's right or wrong, as long as they represent God, or who whatever form they want to call them? So, Rock, you've been in a lot of churches. You was a young uh, minister or pastor. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think Reverend now made a junior pastor. So I said, what do you think about that? You was a junior pastor. Well, I mean, I can hit that from multiple standards. But the main way I am going to hit it is with the whole trying to get people to convert. Like, I can understand letting them know about your religion or your belief and then giving them the choice. But I've actually witnessed people coming to... People that didn't even have a religion, they was looking to find one. And they just go into a church. I'm not going to say the name of it, but they go into this church. And it's multiple people at them. Boom, 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 boom. Like, yo, this is the right way right here. This is this is what you need to do. This is what's going to get you to heaven. If you really want to be honest, if you really want to be honest, bro, we all worship the same person. If even when you go into the scientific way, they all say it was a big bang that started everything and that people, instead of worshiping their gods and beliefs, they're worshiping a big bang. So if that is true, we all worshiping the same thing. But if we looking at it, looking at it from the religious way, we still all worshiping the same people almost. Because, I mean, they had to start off with somebody. No matter who it was, they had to start off with somebody. Even if it wasn't who we believe in, it was it's still the same person. And I, I mean, that's that. how I look at it. I get that. I understand where you're coming from. Dex, what you got on it? Now, mind you, you can bring in what your background was or what you was practicing. No, you don't have to. It's your call on that one. I'm not going to say much about my background. I've never really been asked to convert to a certain faith certain faith 
except for when I was in Boy Scouts. They were very heavy on the you should be Catholic sort of thing. True. Because they run everything. Exactly. Oops, that's it. My bad. That would explain all the cases. Oops. That's Ouch. Hey, we gotta stop sending cracks. Uh, yeah. Okay, Dex, move along. Hey, but to be honest, though, it ain't, we ain't really running cracks because <coughs> they do say the most holiest person on the earth is who? We're going to leave that subject alone. Yeah, we're going to leave that uh, But Can I get a like, please? I almost had him there. Other than that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Other than that. Let's take like, The main people's been is I lived in a neighborhood with door knockers. You know what I mean? The suburban neighborhoods. Oh, really? So you actually had people that went around door to door advertising their religion. You know, maybe they were a Jehovah's Witness, uh, Latter day Saints person, or even one time a Scientologist. Mm. Oh, that was only for rich people. Yes. I'm surprised you ain't bring up the fact that how we've been involved within a matter of. Two to three years, because remember at first everybody had their door knocked. Well, now they got that ring doorbell. You ain't even got to go downstairs. Now, you ain't even got to be out. I have to disagree with you on one subject on that. One. You got one more person: the sisters, the nuns. They never oh, came around our house. Well, they actually kind of almost. They come down because we had nuns coming up and down the nerve and up and down. Uh, we ain't never had no sister. Oh, yeah, dating, but I ain't had no nerve. You was at school. The nuns was coming down dating, knocking on doors, too. Because they talking about Father Bob Church. This must have always been a great man, I must say. Even now, I will give you a little background. Father Bob of Blessed Sagman baptized me when I was first born. So I am, I told you, I am a baptized Catholic. I don't practice it, but I am baptized as Catholic. Father Bob was my priest that baptized me. And remember, he's the one who gives out these turkeys and Christmas presents every year. Father Bob, okay. Who retired and gave his retirement to the community. And still, when my wife died, I went over to St. Augustine, where he's at now, and told him what happened. And he was like, well, even though Veronica was not a Catholic, we still going to give you something towards it. And gave me a check for, I think, what was it, 50 or 100? I think 100. And what we do? I took it straight over to the funeral home. So he was there, and he even said, even though you were Kevin and she wasn't, he didn't even let them politics go into play. He just went there, cut me a check. We had a prayer, and I took the money straight over. I walked it over there in the cold. You made sure it got there. I forgot. Did it snow around that time? No, it wasn't snowing, but it was cold. Like we had a real, real bad snow, uh, cold front coming out. <coughs> and the crazy thing is, uh, now mind you, it was September. It was in September, going into October. I mean, we buried her in October, so it was weird that the weather was getting that cold during the end of summer. I know, right? Especially not even being October yet. Yeah, I was walking to work in those days too. I was freezing my coldness on like, then I would go to work. So I'm gonna drop it off. Then finally, my boss was like, "Nope, stop. 
don't come back to work, take a week off. And he literally wrote me off the schedule without me knowing it. I came in where he like, no, go home. You need to go take care of that. And he wrote me off the schedule. We talking about you got vacation time and you got miscellaneous time, but I was filling my time up with working and trying to keep myself occupied to the point where he was like, you're not going to get everything done if you keep doing this. So he made the choice for me. Now, me and him might have our ups and downs, and we might bump heads here and there, and I might not agree with some of his things, but like I said, he was there for me, so I'm a loyal soldier, so I'll rock with him until it gets to the end. But as every good soldier knows, you follow orders. So I follow my orders to a T as best as I can. Sometimes I might feel like they're not right towards me and others get away with it, and I don't, but you know, it is what it is. So, go ahead, Dex. I just wanted to say how that kind of worked out with them, the nuns and all them sometimes. But you said, hey, you're not going to do it. No, we didn't get no nuns in our neighborhood. It was mainly Mormons. There were also a few Jehovah's Witnesses. Every so often a census taker, but I don't think that counts. Not, not, not. Unless he's religious of the state <laughs> or the government. Well, you know what they say about church and state. Um, <coughs> they go hand in hand. Yep. Not separation, as they try to claim. I'm not going to lie. While I never have ever considered joining the Mormon religion, I did make friends with a lot of the door knockers. Just because, you know, they seem like nice people. They are. Try and sit there and talk with them, you know? They got the spirit in them. Shout out to our member. I think their names were Moak (laughs) and Tolan. I even talked to a sister that was part of the Mormon belief. And she sent me a book and some other stuff about the Mormons and all that because I told her, I'm like, well, I want to know more about the Mormon because first I was being funny. I'm like, so sister, is it true that if you're a Mormon, you can have seven wives? Absolutely. And she was like, there's two kinds of Mormons. She's like, there's the old ones and the new ones. The new ones, no. The law has changed. They took away polygamy and Mormonism. Somewhat, they just cleaned it up a little bit. But either way, she's like, "Why? Did they at least fix the child thing?" Mm-hmm. That's still the thing. But that ain't no different from the from the Muslim belief or the Catholic <coughs> belief, if you really think about it, or the Jewish belief. True. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's, it's the same thing in every religion, you know, or every belief of faith, or every diocese or chapter, or even in the gangs is like that. You actually have gang leadership skills, you know what I'm saying? You got soldiers, you got lieutenants, you got generals, you know, you got the hunters, you know, all different branches, all different jobs. And I don't give out all the titles because I ain't no gang drummer. But just to say that it travels everywhere. And guess what? It still falls on the religion. Even street gangs, real street gangs in initiation still make you swear to God that you're going to be that, that you true to the gang only. That's your family. You ever heard that? They literally say, I swear to God on my life that this is where I stand with. No matter what, I never turn the switch on my brothers. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, how in the hell did God get into the chaos, too? 
So not only do you control the churches, you control the state, the courthouse, the police, you control the government, and now you control the street life. gangs. You control life, man. Just how you control life. Well, I'm just saying, it's funny that the church controls that much stuff. Because, when, like I said, when you go to court, what do you do? You put your hand on the Bible, I swear, I swear to God. When you take the oath as an officer, you swear to God. You know what I'm saying? A judge, you swear to God. Dang, they made us swear to God in school. I just got to mention it says on the money in God we trust. Yes, and then the killer part is this. In the game, like I said, once you get jumped in and beat your butt in, you say, I swear to God that I stand. You know what I'm saying? You don't say, I swear to Lucifer, I swear to the devil. you like, I swear to God that I would die for this. You know, it's kind of funny how that goes, where the church controls the street games. And people didn't know that. I just want to ease that in and see if anybody was going to catch on with what I'm saying. Because God is accepted in everything, even when they holler Allah. That's what Allah. That's God. Their God's name. But it's the same God. When Hitler raised his hand up and said, I swear to God. He was swearing to who? The man. And said God made him the emperor of the earth. I think it was. Was it emperor or... I think that's what he called himself. And guess what? He almost was an emperor of the earth. It only took a couple of wrong moves in his chessboard to mess him over. And he took every one of those wrong moves, and that's how he lost. If he had took the other way, we would all be speaking Nazi or in training camps or reconditioning camps or ovens or mass graves. But I'm... I'm black, so Hitler didn't really have a problem with us, per se. You other folks, yeah, he kind of did. He actually commented black folk, I mean, black folks at the Olympics. Right, I mean, he was all about the white Aryans being the master race when he first started this push that took over Germany. Then when Berlin had the Olympics and he saw Jesse Owens, he was like, So, yes, you have to ask yourself, folks, even some of the greatest creations and minds, even the creation of our country, that's what I love about my favorite movie with Nicolas Cage. You know what I'm talking about that? Which one? National, oh, national treasure. Yes, national treasure and the book of secrets. He breaks it down and explains it to you in both these movies, and people just play him off like whatever. And then Tom Hanks movie. Really good, Tom Hanks. There's been a lot of Tom Hanks movies. Da Vinci Code. Who's in Da Vinci Code? Yes, Tom Hanks. Remember, he was the one that he was like, he came to look at the books and the church kept playing with him. Then you remember, uh, he met his friend that was German, but didn't know his friend was working with the crazy uh, monk that was beating himself like Jesus was whipped. Yeah, it was Tom Hanks. Wow. 
So that's what I'm saying. Watch. Hey, Google. Ah, man, it's going to be tripping. But yeah, like I said, you know, it was kind of crazy because Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. Ron Howard directed that? Yeah. But he told you in that movie historical facts about Jesus and all that good stuff. You wouldn't think watching this rich and cunning act would, would lead to him doing such dark things like Da Vinci Code, Apollo 13. Doing what? Apollo 13. He made that. I mean, no, he directed I'm saying, what did he first do? Uh, he was uh, Opie on Happy Days. Huh? Opie on the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, he was Opie. I just remember he was Opie. I remember Richie because I watched oh, Happy Days a lot. Huh? Oh. Okay, have you ever seen uh, Happy Days? He was Richie Cunningham. Right? <laughs> Am I right? Richie Cunningham? Yeah, Richie Cunningham. Yeah. I remember one of my favorite jokes on that show they actually made about uh, the NFL where uh, Ron Howard said George... <laughs> George Bland has got a few good years left in him. At the time, he had been playing seven years in the NFL, but at the time the show was aired, which was about 20 years after, Blender was still playing football. <laughs> I got one better for you. I got one better for you. <coughs> you ever watch the old episode of Alf? Oh, it's been a minute since I've seen Alf. Well, he predicted this year when the virus would come. I mean, when Family Guy did that. No, no, no. This was Al. This way before Family Guy. Al predicted to Henry that a plague was going to come this year. Simpsons did it. This Simpsons was before the Simpsons. Twilight Zone did it. Okay, maybe. They were but a couple years off, but they did I it. I think I know which episode about they're talking about. Bro. Yeah. But Al knew that this year, for us, we would get this virus. So where was he? He was, boy, that was a popular weird show. I mean, we actually literally watched this puppet, adults would watch this puppet talk on TV. Talk about eating cats. Eating cats. Wait, wait. And then like a, look like a chimpanzee with a, uh. Elephant trunk. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Like an anteater almost. I'm like, really? Alf, Really? This is what us adults are now watching. Like our lives, when we tell kids, okay, kids, put away the stuffed animals. It's time to grow up. And then all of a sudden, we start watching the puppets talk. Yes. Really? We have changed ourselves around. All right, folks. So we're going to go ahead and get off this subject. Yeah, we're going to be ahead of you. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about. Wait for it, Father. What? <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about family and belief. All right, so if you, as a parent, 
or an uncle or an auntie, a friend or a community wife or whatever you are, you are trying to be in, but at the same time be out. Now what that means is you are <coughs> working on trying to build up your own relationships that most people can't always build because they are trying to understand others. So you will have to very much, pretty much understand the next thing that goes on. One being anger. Figure out what gives you your anger, what makes you mad, what drives the anger that makes you become from point A where you calm and cool and collect to you just like ready to just explode. Some people is just a long day. Some people is just not getting what they want. Some people is just fed up. Some people are just stressed out. Some people use drinking. Some people use smoking. Some people use pills. Some people use different things to relieve their stress part. But even then, when people do that, they still need to think afterwards. What kind of harm and damage have you left behind? So you have to think to yourself, what can I do to relax my spirit, my soul, my mind? I would say go into a room, turn on some type of piano or waterfalls or fish tanks going, dim the lights or turn the lights off. And just sit in the quiet room and just breathe in and out. And you'll feel so much better because the spirit inside of you is being lifted from all the anger that it was full of to kind of shake it off like a filter and then go back into the vacuum, which is you, to suck in more of the good vibes and less of the bad. So that's why it kind of feels that way. I thought you had to go through the bed to learn from the bed. Yeah, and that's why you pop that filter out and you shake it out and put it back in and store it fresh. Once it's full of all the bed. But yeah, that's the best thing to do is just release that pressure so it gets back. Is it going to make me feel any better today or tomorrow? After what I have done. Yep. So, doing the bad is good or doing the good is good? Well, you can do the bad, but in the end, you're going to feel very bad because you know you didn't do the good. So, at the end of the day, I mean, you're still getting messed over either way. Well, I mean, like, let's be honest, you'll be relieved for those few couple of minutes or a few couple of days. But after that, it's going to eat up at you. If you ain't did it before, where you actually have a heart, it's going to eat up at you. True that. That's one of the reasons why I said, in most situations, you have to figure out what is the best way of being. Now, one best way of being is, oh, I got some. 
One way of being is where you turn around and you put false hope into a situation where you can actually think and create for yourself a good vibe. So that's why he was out. I was saying to Rock, when people sit here and they get mad, they have anger and all that build up in the day, that they should go ahead and go into a room. Find some type of relaxing soothing sound like fish tank, waterfalls or something. And turn the light off in the room and just open their mind up. Just like there was a vacuum cleaner where you open it up, take the filter, dust it out, put it back in, and it's ready to go again. So what do you think about that? Is that a good analogy? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I felt like it was a good analogy, but I had to hit him with the if you do the bad too. Because you know that for some people, they're going to do the bad and feel relieved for a little bit. But then later on, it's going to heat up at you. So either way, if you do good or the bad, you still get a messed up, basically. Molly disagree with me is doing good would be a little bit easier because you would not have made the mistake that's gonna probably make you feel ten times worse. No, 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 no. Let's reverse it though. Doing a bad would be the most easier because that's what you want to do at that moment. But doing the harder is being is like doing the good because you fighting that urge to do whatever you know you're not supposed to be doing. That's the power of what I'm saying. It's like you can hit it both ways. But I'm going to choose the good because I don't want to suffer for it later. What about you, Dex? Uh, I'm still saying I would hit the good. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just realizing how. What about you, Dexter? All right. So when it comes to relieving stress, Go about it any way you need to, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. But, if you want to feel like you hurt somebody, I know a good way to relieve stress without actually hurting anybody, but giving you that good destruction. But, not damage room. There's this building, I can't remember where, I think it's in Springfield. Where you pay some people, I don't know how much the fee is, but you pay some people and they give you a room that's made up like any ordinary, say, hotel bedroom or something like that, you know, dresser, desk, TV, mirror. And they give you a bunch of things to destroy the room with. Can and you use a gun? Probably not, no. No, uh, like a BB gun. If you want to pay to repair the walls, maybe. No, I'm talking about to like hit the things with, like the dresser. I don't know. I've never TV. been. I've never been to the place. I just heard about it. Because I mean, if it's a destruction room, what about those trigger happy people? Like they gotta, well, like they, they, go they go to just gotta range. pull the trigger. They can just go to a gun range. Yeah. They got targets. They got targets. They got flying clay pigeons. They don't let you shoot semi-automatic, sir. Well, yeah, they do. Inside, sure. Not outside. You can't shoot a semi-automatic outside. Outside. 
Oh, no, that's too many bullets to go flying straight places. So, Wait, oh, so we have to understand. Hold on, let me let me get you good on this. Okay, so <coughs> all guns in the United States are all semi-automatics. That is the federal law. There is no automatic guns in the states. I mean, by military personnel and all law enforcement and federal. Those are the only ones that can only own a fully automatic gun in the United States. When the law was passed, and quickly it was, every gun had to become a semi-automatic rifle or pistol. It has to shoot in bursts with a hole time. What makes a gun a fully automatic is it has no stopping pin. It just continues to go until the clip is empty. That's why they call it the one trigger pull. One pull of the trigger and that whole magazine is empty in itself at a rate of speed where it will push you on your back if you don't know how to really brace for a fully automatic pistol. People have made fully automatic pistols, but I ain't gonna tell people how to do that. But just know that every gun is supposed to be a semi-automatic and every illegal gun is a fully automatic only in the possession of certain people so that's been that long right Dex? i think so i think so i looked it up and did yeah yeah come on they don't want to give us too much fun now Except for people that know how to fix it the right way. Oh, uh, yeah, folks. So I was thinking, like, wow, we be hitting on these really good subjects, but let's talk a little bit about, let's say, the pagan belief. So we know that they were before Christ and Christianity. We know that there is many types of pagans, many different faiths of pagans. We know that a Roman changed over his whole pagan belief to Christianity. Not gonna say names, just look it up. And so many things were of nature. And that's the weird thing about paganism. They don't speak of evil. They just speak of being a body, loving the earth, loving your body as part of the earth. No boundaries, no connections, were, I mean, no restrictions. They would dance in nude and make love on altars to their mother who worshiped and took that soul and that love and passed it around. And it would be groups of them watching this happen. So what made them a threat? to a society to say, hey, paganism is wrong, let's burn them, or let's convert them. So a lot of pagans was converted to what? Christianity. And when this happened, it became the great, as I like to say, purge or ethnic cleaning that ever was portrayed. They hunted them. Well, yeah, that's another genocide. Let's just say they made sure that if you was a pagan, you was out of there. Yeah, let's give them the benefit of a doubt. 
They said it the nice way. They called it a cleansing. And you either follow Christ or join him. Yeah. And they wanted to say it the nice way to look good in front of everybody. So they said, oh, it's just a little cleansing. But yet, a lot of them passed away. That's not that's a, that's not friendly. That's that's death. That is the cleansing. You get rid of what you think the problem is. Yeah, it was the church said either do it our way or it's the highway. Yeah. And they gave them the shaft. There was no highway. <laughs> they came through one day and shaft them the next. It was a stairway. It's really kind of it's really kind of without the stairs. <laughs> It's really kind of sickening, though, to be honest. It's just like you guys tried to wipe out these these many people, and actually succeeded wiping out, I believe, more. And for what? Just because they didn't believe in what you believed in? Yeah. We were we were all put on this earth. How I like to see it with free will, and if. The man or people or woman upstairs or entity upstairs gave us free will. Why can't the people down here take it and see everybody else is having that same free will? Because people, and I, I noticed this, people love to tell other people what to do, but hate being told what to do. That's just human nature. Sir. So... I mean, if he gave, if he, she, or they gave us free will, how come they feel like we should go about it, but we don't? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't sit here and judge people for the simple fact. What you doing, like, and I learned that from my mom, my pops, and my family. What you doing, life, is your choice. You can't judge another person because that's not your place. Agree, agree. I mean, not to get all off topic, but I just had to throw that in there. Like, that's a very, I feel like that's a very important piece of knowledge right there that I feel like I needed to pass on to people. Agree with that. Because I'm I'm 16, and it hit me hard when I found out. Uh And it stuck with me ever since. Think about it like this. There's two kids playing Monopoly. Yeah. One of the kids starts doing very well. So the other flips over the table and says, you can't come over no more. Yeah. I feel like the people that get mad at people for not believing in what they believe in or doing what they feel like is justified by them is the kid that flipped over the table. And the ones that let them be free it's the one that was doing pretty good. Well, I look at it like this. Uh, I want to say that if anyone has been following the financial reports, Africa is becoming one of the fastest, fastest growing countries. And I'm like, what? I'm like, hold on. Africa, they're like, yes. Africa is one of the fastest growing new countries. So, uh, question. You know, old Africa was there. 
the new African market or whatever it is, is just vibes. Question. And this is kind of getting on and off topic. How long are they giving us for this whole merger? Because I kind of want to be old enough to invest when, you know what I'm saying, Safe Moon connect with Africa. And I kind of want to be old enough to invest because I've been following it and it's a lot of stuff in there that literally tells you. And then they've been doing good as soon, like the first day they launched it, they was doing good automatically. They gotta be telling you something. It's like a little, it's like a puzzle. Precisely, it's a puzzle. It's a words wall though. It's all in that helmet, folks. The safe moons, astronaut helmet. Where it showed you the map and a bunch of things that was coming, so just pay attention. But I mean, we're not gonna really get into the crypto market right now. Not that show, you know. <sighs> but now I did want to talk about was like I was saying how is how things seem to be shaping up around like the galaxy. The earth, the global warming, and all this other stuff that's going on. We don't have to really worry about the second coming as they try to say in the book. What we need to worry about is the sun coming back and saying it's claiming his house back. And it's evicting us out. So, when it comes down to it, folks, you have to think to yourself what is more important? You know, a couple of minutes of, oh, well, I ain't worried about this no more. I'm safe. Or your mind coming up and saying, oh, well, maybe we need to be worried about this because summers are getting hotter. The earth is getting hotter. Winters are getting so cold so it's almost like an ice age. Snowstorm, mudslides, wildfires. So many threats that we're doing to really run into this situation. So you got to count one to yourself like, what's really going on with the world as God had gave it to us and what we have it now? The people say they want to create more electrical stuff to help stop doing damage. Everybody want to follow the guy that wants to do damage. Cheryl, like seriously, happening for centuries. Like, I can't get mad at this man for saying, "Hey, we're going into a global warming threat," and I recognize it. I'm going to fix it. And then he comes around and says, "You know what? It's not that important. It ain't. It don't exist. Let's open up more coal mines. Let's frack more." So I'm like, "Wow." One wants to fix it. Or let's take out more over. endangered species. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, like, come on, man. Now, just remember endangered species. Why you think you have a goldfish that was nine pounds? Like, bro. Bro. Nine pound goldfish. Why can't we just leave the animals alone? I'm, I'm an animal lover. You know what I'm saying? I love animals. Like, I, we got a dog. Like, I, I love my dog. 
why, why can't we just leave the wheels alone, the, 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 the otters alone? Who invented otter hunting? I've never fur heard trappers. of that. I've never heard of that. It was fur trappers. They are hunting otters. Then not to mention they went to trying to hunt beavers, man. Beaver hunter. <laughs> like, bro. They waited until the and I, I watched the video and I got mad because they waited until the beaver was helping build the dam and just took single shots at each one of them as they ran away. Yeah, it was called the fur trade. Like, yo, Nick, these, these animals ain't did nothing to us. Yeah, they, they look good as a coat. So they did. That's why people was walking around throwing paint on people with fur coats and stuff in Hollywood. I was one of those people. I hate them like that. But, like I said, you know, stuff happens. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. What if somebody come and take Thor and we end up getting... <laughs> I'm not even going to get in there. We end up getting a certain type of food and it's, it's our dog, man. What about that? Yeah, be kind of to yourself. First of all, who really did it? <laughs> Second of all, what's the revenge play? So, for me, I know it can't be an eye for an eye and two for a two because that's not what I believe in anymore. But the other suggestion would say, I'm going to be the wrath of my flaming sword. And or you may hear Gabriel Horn is blowing. So that's why I say with me, yeah, no, not a good subject for me. Because I'm like sugar and spice. You know, ooh, nice, kind of sweet, but a burn of beast at the same time. Next, what about you? What you think? Refresh me just a little bit. Oh, well, we're talking about uh, what gives us our kick, our drive. Our... What gives us our drive? It's a. Uh... Gives us our drive. It's our brain waking up. Make every decision with it. Remember everything with it. You sort memories where they go. Like if you see someone you like, you smile. Mine's not acting the best right now. Okay. All right, all right. So, folks, check this out. This is what I want to do. Vex, find me a melody. But as he's finding me a nice little melody, I want you to close through this. I want you to close your eyes. Unless you're driving. Do not close your eyes if you drive. Put the bird hanging down. It'll be funny. So, I want you to close your eyes. I, I watched that cop behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
always turn his cherries on. That's real. When you freestyle, yeah, I know Dex, my brother, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, how did the camera work? Dex is so white. I'm like, how white is he? I'm like, he's so white. He married my sister. I want to make sure that everything is. You know, I had to clean it up because I forgot my granny and grandma. So, the plan is to get a picture of y'all downtown. But the one thing is, you know what I'm saying? Hey, don't worry. I think I ate some water. I think it was that promotion. Yeah. The red water? Yeah. That's one of the shots we got. Then one of the little procedure got to come on the dip from him. Then one of the CDs. Not CDs. What's the other one? Um, Muni? No, the other one. It's the history guy. museum. Oh. When they got that waterfall, the all white waterfall jockeys. About uh, wedding pictures. Yeah. You gonna do this during the wedding? 
No, after the wedding. Like, the only way we're going to have pictures, but after the wedding, we're going to have those memory shots. That way, mom will have a thing of them being somewhere like this. Taking you know away. Yeah. That's why I want the camera in my camcorder to do that. And then you can start doing your shit. You got to go post your pictures. You know, real camera shot. So, you ready to do a video? All right, folks, welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you tune in and you have closed your eyes and laid your head back and just look straight ahead. And see if you see that beam of light that comes through, that travels while your eyes are closed, like it's trying to focus. Some people say that is the third eye trying to open. And once you learn how to focus the third eye, it will open. Some believe that the third eye is the eye of the future. Some say it's the eye of being able to communicate with loved ones and others who have gone. Some say it's to see the future. Some say it's to be almost a sacred, sacred eye of the alien, oops, some people say we come from the alien connection. But they say Martians have three eyes. So you never know what they really get at, but if you ever look in the mirror and look real, real good at your face, you kind of notice there's this little weird shape in the middle of your forehead. And some say that's the third eye that's still closed. So once you get fully into it, it's supposed to open up and you then are a mystic. Now, I don't know how true that is. I have not seen anybody with a third eye, but a lot of faiths believe in it. Some faiths actually put a jewel in the point of the middle of their head and they walk around with it to help focus their points, their edges. So, that's, what do you think about that? Refreshing again, I was conversing tomorrow. Uh, while I was saying, I'm like, when I had everybody do the meditation, closing their eyes playing the music and just laying the head back and looking straight ahead and then the light comes in. So I'm saying that's your third eye that was trying to focus. So that way it can open up, but it can't open up until you get total focus and total relaxation. Wait, so you're you supposed to be able to see this third eye on your forehead? No, it's supposed to open up on your forehead like all your other eyes. No, 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 I'm saying like physically everybody is see. Yeah. But you'll be a mystic. People will never be able to touch you. Because you won't be of this earth anymore. Bro, so I can walk past somebody somewhere, they head flow and see a third eye. You never know. I'm just letting y'all know. If I do see somebody like that, please don't try to talk to me, bro. Like, bruh, you gonna find out just how rude I am. Because I'm gonna be scared. And you burn. 
Like I said, it's kind of funny to me that that's how things got to be. But that's one of the reasons why I said that, Dick. So what do you think? church state and religion all in one or you can't so they say it now but you can never really get rid of the church because it's <laughs> in everything you do right from you taking an oath from you joining the country from you going to the military you know taking an oath of a doctor you know teacher taking an oath of an officer or a seaman or an airman or Roman, you know? Even in the Indians and the Chinese and different Oriental races, Russians, Germans, Swedes, they all still say they swear to that one person. God. So it's so well known that he is the guy. So I want to say to everyone. Plus, I don't care what you, what you. I mean, well, not I don't care, but no matter what you claim, as long as you're inside the United States, bro, your money's still gonna say, "God, we chose bro." Like I ain't even gonna lie to you. It won't even. It, it ain't even gonna say to people that you, you know what I'm saying, that you believe in. It's, it's just gonna say, "God, we trust." And I don't even think they thought about the different religions that would end up inside. I love that in God we trust and it reminds me of a joke by the great Jakob Smirnoff. In America, the money say in God we trust, but in Russia, we have no money. Hey, <laughs> bro, you know I thought you were talking about the joke you said Smirnoff. I think it's the same family, but Jakob Smirnoff's a comedian. Yeah, folks, yeah. <coughs> Sorry about that, folks. It's a little dry here, but I think we covered enough good subjects, and I think that was a pretty good show tonight. Don't forget, folks, I'll be doing one of my duties on Tuesday. I'm not going to say what I'm doing on Tuesday, but just going to be doing it on Tuesday. And I hope everything works out like we got planned. And then the big announcement will be made on Wednesday on LGE if that's what they want to do. So, good night. Love everyone.
Love and trust. Family of all. Um, I'm going to put that.